0: Good morning. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's better. Good morning to you all. Lovely to see you. Uh, very warm welcome, whether you are here, present in the, the space, or you're watching us, accessing us uh, through a screen. It's wonderful to have you uh, here uh, and to have you participating. Uh, in our morning worship. There's a lot going on this morning. So uh, we'll launch straight in with uh, our call to worship, which is taken from Isaiah chapter 40. Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So if you're able, please stand as we sing together. Strength will rise.
1: faith will rise
0: you sit down, friends. Let us pray. Thank you for the truth of what we read and what we've been singing. You are faithful God. Uh, you're an everlasting God. Your face has always turned towards us. You long for us to come and be with you, and you've made it possible now because of what Jesus did on the cross for us all. And we are so thankful, Lord Jesus, for your willingness to be obedient to your Father's will, for your readiness to say yes to all that had been planned from before the beginning of everything. And even when your sacrifice was imminent in the garden on that night before Good Friday... If there's another way, yet not my will, but yours be done. Not just a great example to us, although you certainly are that. But all that we would ever need for life in all its fullness. Thank you for that growing realisation for some that you are indeed the way, the truth and the life and for others well it was like a bolt from the blue God is real what Jesus did is effective for me God I love you and from that time onwards we've wanted to serve you we love you so much we know that we're not all that we should be and in your presence we become very aware of that we're sorry Lord for the things that we've said and thought and done which have brought no glory to your name and if they were to be known they would bring shame to us with your help we won't touch those things again thank you for picking, picking us up again thank you for dusting us off Thank you for setting us on the right path once again. Please continue to bless us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now then, what is happening on the canal in June? Well, fortunately, Sue and Andy are here, and they're going to come now and tell us all about that. hope you come.
2: Good morning. It's a pure delight to be with you all this morning on this beautiful day. Um, yeah, we're Andy and Sue Smith, and we're representing to you this, before you this morning, uh, Canal Ministries Mission, with, joined with Boaters Christian Fellowship Boating Mission, which is coming to Water Eaton. Da, da 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 on the 19th of June. No, it's no, not. No, 12th. 12th of June. <laughs> Skip back. 12th of June to the 19th of June. And there's going to be lots going on. So, Andrew, will tell you a bit more about how we run our missions. Okay.
3: Well, one of the highlights is the boat trips. Everyone just loves the water. Um, but we're not here just to give out rides and that. We want to show people the love of Jesus. Um, we'll be setting up in the, I think it's Water Hall Park, yep. if I've got that right, yep. just down the canal slightly. Yeah, that way that way and we'll be there uh, starting at half past eight every morning with um, uh, prayer and praise and then some of our team will be going off to some of the local schools we have a folk night on a on a wednesday night at the red line, is it the red line? next to the canal at the block with the float with the swing bridge across it at fenny uh stratford. fenny stratford sorry we're not around from around here. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of things going on. The, the climax will be on the Saturday, the 18th, where there will be barbecue, cakes, food, games, um, games boat rides. Yep. And, but I say our, our, our prime focus of being among you is to encourage you to share the love of Jesus to the community around here because it will be a lot better place with more people that's got Jesus in their heart.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that he's done so well, hasn't he? I mean, he summed it all up, which is amazing, because actually I normally do all the talking. So, um, so he's, he's doing really well. But no, we would love you to be involved if you want to come down any time. Um, what we tend to do is we sit on the towpath on our check deck chairs. It's a very nice mission. And chat to people who come by and offer them cups of tea and cake and coffee and biscuits and... And so if you feel that's something that you're being called to do, which I definitely think is my calling, then um, you'd be very welcome to come and join us any day, any time, in that week between the 12th and 19th of June. The more that come down, the better it is. So we do encourage you to come down and help out. On the fun day, on the Saturday, if you've got any ideas for games or anything that you think might be a good attraction for people, then, then do tell, I think it's Ruth, I, don't, I can't see Ruth. Oh, Ruth's over there at the back. Yeah, do tell Ruth. And, I, and the boat trips, I believe they, you book boat trips through Ruth again, is it Ruth? Yes, yes, we are. 10,000 reasons, so yeah. Really On Saturday, we're hoping to do boat as you arrive. We'll
4: have two boats running. So, yeah. um,
2: and it's the most useful thing. Yeah. Thank you, oh, Ruth. Thank you, Ruth. Yes, there's going to be, um, uh, from the team between Canal Ministries and Boaters Christian Fellowship, I believe there's going to be 14 to 15 boats down there and we'll have our flags up and it'll be quite sort of partified if you like, quite jolly and um, and friendly faces so yeah, is there anything else I should say? Yes.
3: Uh, there there is yet. one thing you can help us with and that's prayer yes. um, we appreciate prayer from now up through the event and post the event because if people find Jesus, they, they will w- want encouragement yes. and that's down to you guys to to show the love of Christ and encourage people on, on their journey for, you know, His kingdom to come.
2: Yeah, excellent. Amen. Excellent. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you in June. You can put your hand up now if you're ready to come down. You we know, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. We've got one, two, three. Oh, good. Oh, this is really Lots. good. Great. Right? Yeah, good. Thank, good. Thank you, Kevin.
0: Excellent. Thank you. You're Thank you, Thank you. Kevin. Yeah. So, if your calling is to drink tea and talk to people. This is the mission for you. This is a great thing to do, friends. It's a very low-key, easy introduction to Jesus. All the work is done. All you need to do is say to your friend or family member, do you fancy a walk along the towpath? There's some people that are, are there from the Boaters Christian Fellowship. We can have a cup of tea and a piece of cake. Excellent. What a good thing to do. And then let the conversation unfold. Easy. Really Easy. Robert, your turn.
5: Thank you. Yes, thank you, uh, Andy and Sue. That's, that's great. Thank you for sharing with us. We look forward to that in June very, very much. Now, we don't do notices here in this church, but you know, there's an exception to every rule, so here I am the exception to most rules, um, with, with some notices. There is a lot of things going on, and some of them are really important. Uh, the first of which I want to draw to your attention is next Sunday morning, immediately after the service, we have a meeting. And that meeting is very, very important. I really want to encourage you to come along and stay for that, because we're going to be discussing our future. Uh, we hope to keep it to about an hour, um, or so did I say the deacons hope to keep it to about an hour, Uh, And it's really our discussions on our way forward after Kevin uh, leaves us in the autumn. And uh, it won't all be the deacons talking to you, it says here. So (laughs) So we want you to come along with your ideas, your thoughts, your concerns, your questions. Please come because it's about you it's about us it's about our future and that is incredibly important yes we need to find a new minister but the, even that is a very different path from the ones we've traded uh, or trod in the past uh, the, the, the the way it's all done has totally changed so uh, we will learn about that and but we need to decide what we want uh, you know part-time full-time families worker you know student you know the options are almost as many as you can think of so we need to decide sorry Congregation, yes, we need all of your input. Not, if you're not a member, it doesn't matter. If you're here, you come along. We want your thoughts and we want your input. So that's next Sunday. That's very important. Um, please bring along some lunch if you think you're not going to be able to last and, until gone, quarter past one-ish. Um, but, but not n- if you think you can manage without, that's fine. But bring a packed lunch. Drinks will be provided. But more important that you come with your thoughts, ideas and questions and so on. Okay. Enough of that. Oh, what's what, What's next? why isn't this working <laughs> it's stopped working <laughs> oh, oh no just because I'm up here the Saturday after I'm giving an evening of film music so if you love music please come along and enjoy an evening uh, a couple of hours or so be an hour of music then a uh, chance for some cake and some coffee and then another hour of music after that so it will be over by half past nine but an evening of film music, explore film scores enough of me uh, another important event coming up is in June. Of course, it's the Platinum Jubilee. We're going to be celebrating here on Sunday the 5th in grand style, uh, all, d- all afternoon, well, from 10.30. There's going to be a free hog roast lunch, so you know, don't miss out on that. Plus, there's going to be loads of activities uh, in, uh, throughout the day. Um, to put you off, I shall be doing a, a royalty on film and TV quiz there you go. Can't miss that. <laughs> but there'll be loads of things happening. There'll be a leaflet coming out soon about all the various things that are going on. But there's a lot. Cream teas, yeah, Hogarth lunch, cream teas in the afternoon, lots of teas, games, lots of fun. We're going to celebrate Her Majesty in style on Sunday the 5th of June. She's a very special lady. Well, we have our own very special lady too in the church. Now, she may not be here, but hopefully you're, you're watching, Brenda, I gather it's your birthday today. So we want to say a really happy birthday to you. So we're going to do that in, in the usual way. I wanna, can, we, can we see, Brenda, we might be able to see you. Brenda, you'll need to unmute yourself. Uh, no, no, t- turn your video on if you know how to do that. Has she done that? No? <laughs> just because you're not here doesn't mean to say we can't embarrass you, you see. We normally embarrass people on their birthdays when they're here, but just because you're not here doesn't mean to say we can't embarrass you. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yes. Yes, I got. Is that today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Well, we'll sing to Ruth as well in a, in a second. Shall we start singing anyway? Is that a good idea? Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, hello. Hello, Brenda. Let's sing to Brenda and to Ruth. Happy birthday. Someone to kick us off. A happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to, you. Happy birthday to Brenda and Ruth. Happy birthday to you. Yay! And just before I disappear, one other celebration. Uh, june uh, i gather you have a a rather special anniversary coming up you have a golden wedding anniversary this week is that right on friday Friday. well congratulations to you malcolm we've got a little something for you you'd like to come up and receive this from us to celebrate golden wedding well done That's
0: me done. I'm going. Thank you. Gosh. Right. Uh, We're going to have the reading, and then we're going to sing again. When we're singing that next hymn, Junior Church, you're going to take your leave. We will bless you in the usual space. You'll be gone, but you know. (laughs) Uh, So that's what's happening. Uh, Reading next.
4: So, the reading is uh, Luke chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. So now, on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, "'Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem "'who does not know the things that have happened there in these days?' "'What things?' he asked. "Well, about Jesus of Nazareth?' they replied. "'He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. "'The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, "'and they crucified him. "'But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. "'And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place.' In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. So he said to them, "'How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory?' And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it's nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. And then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight
0: Right, Junior Church, you're off. The Lord be with you. 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 Amen. Friends, please stand as we sing together, O Church, Arise.
1: With trials on every side, we know the outcome is secure, and Christ we have, and Christ for which he died, an inheritance of nations.
0: Let us pray. Father God, once again we've come to say thank you in this most practical of ways. Please take all that we have and all that we are and use even us to further your kingdom. Amen. Do sit down, friends. We come to our prayers of intercession. Let us pray. We continue to pray for the world which you made, Lord. The world uh, was beautiful and perfect and good. You said that at the end of each day. You looked and said, it's good. And it was. And then it all got spoiled. And we've lived with that mess ever since. We can't escape what's going on in Ukraine. It's on our television screens every day. We're thankful for those who have been evacuated from danger, but we're very aware that danger lurks around every corner in that place. And really, there is nowhere that is safe. We pray, Lord, that you would speak very Directly to those that are responsible for the mess that we find ourselves in greed, power. We don't understand why he did what he did. But we wish he would stop. Pray for all of the leaders around the world to remain strong in their resolve together to see this come to an end and to make sure that aggression of this sort is not rewarded. Times are hard for many, indeed for all, financially, but it would be entirely wrong To take oil and gas from someone who is trying to take someone else's country. We can't see how this is going to be resolved, Lord, but we know that you are capable and that you are able and that you never leave us. So in some way, Lord, will you work miraculously To find a solution for this. And although Afghanistan is not on our news quite as much as it used to be, we know that that place also is in a bit of a mess. There's little food, people are hungry, people are uncertain about the future. We pray for all those aid organisations that are at work in that place, trying to alleviate hunger. Thank you that there are groups of people, organisations that are committed to Afghanistan for the long term. We pray that those in government and authority there will understand that the things that they say and do have real consequences for all of their people. And perhaps it is time for them to change their minds. We give you thanks, Father, for everything that uh, happens in this building. Thank you that it is uh, a a hub, a busy little hub, uh, where we try to reach out uh, and encourage folk, those around us, those that live in the locality to discover more about Jesus. Thank you for those who come to faith. Thank you for those who offer to serve. We pray for our deacons uh, as we meet uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, please be among us, bless us and encourage us, we pray. Pray for home group happening on Thursday. Thank you for the opportunity to grow people in their faith, see their discipleship grow and develop. Thank you that People are maturing in their faith because they uh, attend that little group. We were thankful, Father, to hear from Andy and Sue earlier about the Canal Mission. What a great opportunity to just bring people into the orbit of this church and your kingdom. Gentle, low-key conversation, which would just help and encourage folk to take that step towards you. We give you thanks for June and Malcolm and for those uh, years together, building a life together. Um, Real blessing and joy, we pray, and great love uh, in that relationship. We pray that you will bless them and encourage them greatly uh, as they approach their wedding anniversary. And at the other end uh, of life's spectrum... We pray for Dennis Southernwood following Shirley's death at the end of this past week. We know that Shirley's been ill for a long time, Lord. We have prayed for her regularly and often. And a number of folk have been very engaged with the family. We knew that the time was coming for her. But it's still a shock. Pray that you will be with Dennis in his grief. Holy Spirit, will you please comfort him and draw all those that need to be around him right now just to support and help and encourage. Pray for the wider family as they come to terms with this news. We're aware, Lord. That being a Christian does not mean that we are delivered from all suffering or pain or anxiety. But what we do have is the sure and certain knowledge that you are with us, even in the midst of all of these circumstances. We are so thankful to you. We gather up all of our prayers as we say the Lord's Prayer together. forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Friends, we shall sing together once again. If you're able, please stand. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord.
1: I want to see you.
0: Do sit down, friends. So these two friends are walking to the village of Emmaus from Jerusalem, talking among themselves about all that they have seen, all that they've experienced of that horrific day on Friday and the just the, the sort of lack of hope. But it's all a bit strange now, because the women went to anoint the body, and the stone was rolled away, and the body wasn't there, and they've come back with this story that he's risen, they've seen him. And is it true? Could it be? What do you think? And the conversation goes on, back and forth, and as they walk, a stranger joins them on the way. And he's not a stranger, is he? (laughs) Jesus himself turns up, but they are kept from recognising him. What an interesting thing for the Bible to say. One wonders, surely, why, why would Jesus do this? Why would God do this? Why not just appear? and speak to them as he spoke to Mary. Why not just say their names? Why not show them his hands and his side, as he will with Thomas later? Uh, Dr. Ray Brown, who was the the principal at Spurgeon's College for the majority of the time that I was training there, um, has a really interesting take on this story, on this episode. He thinks that these two disciples are a type for us. He thinks they're a a model for us. Uh, Faith, not sight. It begins with them not being able to see Jesus. Uh, And for us, I mean, although we've just been singing, we want to see you, We don't see Jesus physically. Uh, Now, I'm I'm not saying that that is not possible, and I'm not saying that that does not happen. I think it does, uh, but I think it's rare. People do have visions of Jesus. I mean, there was a very famous uh, evangelist called Fred Lemon. I don't know whether anybody remembers Fred Lemon. Oh, yes, hello, good, yes. Fred Lemon became a christian while while he was in prison fred lemon was a career criminal and he was in prison in his prison cell praying because he just knew that that you know his life was miserable and meaningless and i can't even remember how it came about but he just said one day jesus if you're there come and talk to me and jesus appeared to him in his cell Uh, And he travelled all around the country uh, giving his testimony and encouraging people to come to faith. And it it was a very powerful testimony. So, you know, it does happen, but for the majority of us, it doesn't. We don't actually physically see Jesus. Christian commitment for the vast majority of us is based on faith and not sight, uh, a deliberate act of trust. Uh, Thomas gets a very bad press. I'm going to look at Thomas next week uh, and uh, try and uh, redress the balance slightly for Thomas. But I like Thomas because he will not believe uh, unless he sees. Uh, he won't take the word of other people. He wants to experience Jesus for himself. Um, We too want to experience Jesus, and we do, but we don't see him in quite the way that Mary did or in quite the way that these two disciples will see him later in their conversation. So this story is about faith, not sight. Faith is to do with trust. It is to do with risk, Uh, And God always asks us, whenever he asks us to exercise faith, he always asks us to risk and to trust. The second thing uh, that Ray Brown says about this story is that they, they learn the truth before they experience Jesus. Faith comes first. Feelings follow on. And there's a careful leading through the Old Testament scriptures for these two. Uh, one wonders where Jesus took them, but certainly you would think Leviticus chapter 16, where the, the, all that sort of stuff around a goat happens, scapegoating. Um, for those of you that don't know, Leviticus 16, you know, very very easy chapter to read, Um, it's all about the Day of Atonement and how you make atonement for your sins or how Israel made atonement for their sins collectively. And it was all to do with finding a goat and someone looking after the goat and then bringing the goat to the temple and the goat being blessed and, and hands being laid on the goat so all the sins of the nation could be put onto the goat and then the goat is released into the wilderness to take all of your sins away. And it's a particularly, you know, there's a lot of drama and ceremony around it, and, oh, you've got to go through all of that. So you can imagine Jesus saying, you know about the goat? Yes, we know about the goat. Well, on Good Friday, when Jesus died, that was like all of the sins. That was, it wasn't like, it was actually all of the sins of not just your nation, but all of the world being put onto his shoulders. And the women who have said to you, he is risen. Well, that's you knowing that all of the sins of the world, all of your sins are dealt with and gone and done away with forever. As far as the East is from the West, as it says in the scriptures. And no doubt he would have taken them to that psalm as well. And of course, Isaiah and the Suffering Servant songs, Isaiah fifty-two and fifty-three, uh, and I think it's forty-two as well. You know, he was despised, looked down upon. There was nothing beautiful about him, and of course, there wasn't when he was being beaten and scourged and whipped. So I'm sure he would have taken them through those scriptures and he would have opened those things up for them and shown them what was written there about himself. And they say their testimony later, when they know it is him, they say, as he was speaking to us, our hearts were warmed, our hearts were quickened. So faith comes first and then feelings follow on. Uh, and there's restoration and not recrimination. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't belittle them. He doesn't berate them. He just teaches them. And I think it's really interesting to see how Jesus comes to them uh, and indeed to see how he comes to us. He comes as a traveller along the way, a fellow traveller, someone who is like them. And we know that is true of Jesus for us. That whole doctrine of the incarnation, he is like we are. He is fully human and fully divine. So when, when I sit with someone like Dennis and I listen to him in the midst of his grief, when we come to the end of that conversation and I say to him, Dennis, would it be okay if I prayed? And he says yes. I don't have to say to God, look, you don't understand what we're going through here, so I'll just explain how difficult this is. I don't have to do any of that. I can just come and say, God, you know what this is like. You know what it's like to grieve. You grieved over your friend, Lazarus. Father God, you grieve the loss of your child. You lost a child. You know what this is like. We don't have to explain anything to God. He understands because he has been here and done it. He comes and listens very carefully, doesn't he, Jesus, to what they're saying asks them the right questions, and then, as they respond, starts to open up uh, what is in the Scriptures about himself. What a great opportunity we've got with our friends from the canal uh, in June. If you've got a friend or a family member, and you know they're sort of thinking about faith, because they, they say stuff from time to time, They haven't pinned you to the wall and said, look, tell me the truth about all of this, but you know from the conversations that you've had, there there are stirrings that could be encouraged. What a great opportunity to just go for a walk along the towpath, find our friends with all of their boats and banners, have a cup of tea and a piece of cake, and just let the conversation flow. What a great opportunity. Thank you for doing this for us. And he's a teacher. Of course he's a teacher. One of the best. No, not one of the best. The best. And those of us, you know, that are teachers in junior church or, you know, preachers, we want to be like him. Aware of what's going on in the lives of those we're seeking to lead and guide. Aware of everything that everyone is facing, as we seek to teach the truth, that Jesus is alive. But I think it's so interesting that he listens first and then teaches. And interestingly, he appears to them as a sort of needy friend. Um, They're traveling along the road. They get to their destination Jesus looks as though he's going to continue on the way. Well, it's late in the afternoon, evening's approaching. Why don't you stay with us and continue on tomorrow? Well, thank you, that is very kind. He tells the story, doesn't he, Jesus, about the way in which people respond to need, the sheep and the goats. Um, sheep, you can come into the kingdom, goats, you can't. Oh Lord, when did we see you? Naked, thirsty, in prison, ill, etc. etc. Well, insofar as you did it for the least of one of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. So we just reflect on our own lives and our own experience and What do we do when we come across situations of need? Are we generous? Do we look for ways to help? Or are we too busy? These two just say, well, come and stay. Oh, thank you. And he's a guest. He's a guest in their home. And unusually... It is he who takes bread at the meal and breaks it. And it is at that moment when he breaks bread that they realize, gosh, it's him. And they drop everything and race all the way back. (laughs) We've seen the Lord. I wonder how Jesus is going to come to you in the days that lie ahead I wonder how he's going to come to me and will we be alive and alert enough to realise that it's him let me pray for you Father God thank you for your word and for all that it teaches us. Thank you for this episode on the road to Emmaus. These two are exactly like we are. They need to exercise faith. They need to hear the truth before they experience the reality of your risen presence. And we're like that Father, I pray for everyone here. If there's anybody that has yet to discover the truth about you, I pray that something of what we've been reflecting on in this past little while would just start to strike home, whether they're here in this space or accessing the service through the screen, wherever they are in the world. Will you speak? Will you teach? Will you listen? Will you travel alongside and open our eyes that we might see you, know the truth, and be free indeed. Draw near to us and bless us, we pray. Amen. So we stand to sing our closing song, By Faith We See the Hand of God.